this episode, we're going to look at FactoryBot, which is a replacement for fixtures. And basically, it'll allow you to create sample data for your tests. If you're familiar with Factory Girl, Factory Bot is the exact same project, but it's just been renamed from Factory Girl to Factory Bot. And if you're using a Rails project, then you'd want to use the Factory Bot Rails. And the main difference is that it adds in different helpers for your generators. So within your gem file, we'll just add in the Factory Bot Rails, and we'll also add in a gem called Faker. And the Faker gem is one that's going to be used to generate sample data. And we're gonna look at that a little bit more later. And if you're not using a Rails project, then you can just use the gem factory bot. And once you've added in the gems, make sure that you run bundle. And then under our spec directory, we'll create a new folder called support, and within there, a file called factory bot. And we're just gonna use this as our initializer for the factory bot, and we'll just call our spec.configure and then we'll just pass in include factory bot syntax methods. And then within the Rails helper, we can call the support factory bot, and this will load the file that we just created. However, if you find that you have several different support files and you want to include many of them, then you could do something like this, where we're just going to require each one of the files from the spec folder support, and then any subfolders and then any.rb files, and for each one of the items in that array, we'll just call require. And if you do something like this, then we can just comment out or remove the require support factory bot. So then under the spec folder, we can create a new folder called factories, and then for each one of our models, we can create a separate file. In this case, we have users, so I'll create a users.rb file. And the source code for this episode is continuing on from episode 102. So within the users RB, we'll just call factory bot define do. And within here, we can then start creating a factory. And a factory we'll call within our test. And it's going to allow us to create a sample user. So we can define our first factory with factory. And then we'll just call this one user. And if you remember, our user had a first name, a last name, and then an email address. And this user also had a attribute called active. So for the first name, we can call something like John, and then we can also call Doe for the last name. And then the email address, we can call john.doe at example.com. And the active we can set to true. And so when we run our tests, whenever we create or reference the user, it's going to build out this user model. However, the first name, last name, email, and active are all static here. So we are able to do something else where maybe we want to create all random data. We would give it a different name. So we have random user. However, now since that we have strayed away from our actual model name, we can pass in a class option. And this will let FactoryBot know that the class that we're referencing is the user. And if you want to make this a dynamic attribute, then you can call some curly braces around there and with this, we can use something like faker name, first name. And this is using the faker gem that we added into our gem file. And it's going to just generate a random first name. We can do the same thing for our last name, then also for the email. So then for our model spec, if you remember, we were creating a user for each one of the examples. So instead within our context, which the context is going to be for each one of these four examples, we can call let user, and then we can call build user. And we're gonna call build user here because we want to first manipulate the user. 
so that we can then check our tests and the validations. If we were to call build, that would be the same thing as calling something like user.build or user.new and then passing in some attributes. And if you want to create the user, then you can call create user. That's going to be the same thing as calling create on the user class and then passing in some parameters. And this is going to create the new user and save the record. But the build method will not save the user until you actually call the user.save. So in the first example, we're checking if the username is present. So I'm just going to comment out the user create. And I'm going to make sure that the user.firstName is equal to nil. So we would expect the user.save to equal false. And then when we check for our last name, we can comment out the creating of the user. And then we can call user.lastName equals nil. And then we would expect the user.save to equal false as well. And keep in mind, when we use let, it's not going to run until we actually call it within our example. If you want to create the user on each example, you can call let bang, and it's going to automatically create it before each example. And then for the email presence, we can call user.email equals nil. And then we would expect the user.save to equal false. And then with the saving successfully, we could just comment out this user and we would expect the user.save to equal true. So let's go ahead and run our test. So we can call our spec. And again, if you want to run all the examples, then you would just go ahead and hit return. However, in our case, we just want to run the user model. So we can call our spec folder. And then within here, we want to call models. And then we can call the user spec.rb. And this will just run the test for the user specs. And you see that they still all pass. So within here, we can also call build random user, and this will use the different factory for the random users. And another cool trick when you're building or creating a user is that you're able to pass in additional parameters. So we can call first name, and then we can set this to something like tacos. And whenever it creates the user, it'll create and override the first name to tacos. And then we can go ahead and test to make sure that this still all passes. And you see that we still get a passing example. So let's say we have a situation now where we want to take our emails. We want to make sure that the email address is unique. So we can call uniqueness and then set this to true. So while the application logic is working well, we'll not find that our specs will fail. And that's because our specs are using the exact same email address. So within the context of our scope test, you'll see that we just have the parameters. And now we need to change this to where we're going to use the random user. But keep in mind that three of our users have active set to true. However, two of them have active set to false. So we can call let users within our context. And then within here, we want to create five random users. So we could create five random users, or we can call create list random user and then our quantity. And this will call the factory random user five times and I'll create five random users. And just to get the two falses, we can loop through each one of these and we can update the active to false just because when we're going to check our expects, we want to make sure that that data is saved. So now when we run the model specs again, we now get all of our passing tests. And definitely check out the getting started guide because it has a lot of different examples and different scenarios that you may run across within your application. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you for watching.